Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with wheat and this week's headlines, the Russian crop size and export quotas discussed, US attaché forecast Chinese maize imports, and global demand understand Iran, a case in point. I think it's fair to say that both Russia and China have a vested interest in market management, to use a politically correct term. Russia has introduced export taxes, which continue to rise, and reports this week are that quotas will cap exports at 31.5 million metric tonnes, neither of which has been successful in their stated objective of lowering internal prices. The Russian Agmin are now forecasting a larger crop than seemed possible, albeit still well below last year, following a short moratorium on daily yield reports which did not appear to fit the agenda. Meanwhile, exporters are busily shipping Russian wheat in an attempt to get ahead of the ever-increasing export tax, with the head of Russian Export Union stating there were no issues and that wheat exports would be 37.5 million metric tonnes. Clearly someone is wrong. The US attaché for China this week increased the 2021 Chinese maize imports to 30 million metric tonnes, the USDA said 26, whilst forecasting lower 21-22 imports of 20 million metric tonnes, the USDA said 26 again, citing few weather or pest-related production disruptions this year. So, despite widespread media coverage of biblical floods, drought and army worm infestations, it would appear they have once again managed to produce a record crop. Fact or propaganda? You decide. Global demand continues apace and continues to be understated, which at some point the USDA will need to address. A case in point is Iran, whose crop was severely impacted by drought and private forecasts put production at 4.5 million metric tonnes, with an import requirement of 8 million tonnes, against the current USDA forecast of a 15 million metric tonne crop and 2.5 million tonnes import. Reports suggest that at least 4 million metric tonnes has already been bought, mainly from Russia, and that other Middle Eastern countries have been similarly affected. Food security is paramount for importers and exporters, both of whom need to manage their stocks. Drying and fertiliser costs will be affected by the steep rise in natural gas prices, so how lucky we are that Russia has issued assurances that there is no issue with supplies, although they didn't say at what price. Reduced milling wheat availability in Russia, Canada, the US and France and increased Chinese buying will eventually push more demand towards the US, which will in turn attract the attention of the funds, who thus far have been more interested in the row crops. On to malting barley, this week's headlines, the US markets are supported again, feed market remains buoyant and quality issues are seen in some parcels. Little news in the marketplace other than the slow grind higher in values. Once again, domestic markets are following the lead of the free on board market, itself being supported by ongoing European interest. Debate continues on the crop size, with various analysts suggesting some large swings in potential area. One or two issues seen this week with quality problems cropping up, so with the end of October rapidly approaching, it's worth ensuring parcels are correctly conditioned for the end markets you are sold to. Meanwhile, there have been inquiries for crop 2022 spring barley values, so worth checking with your local Openfield Farm business manager for these values, along with the latest news and views. On to oil seeds, where this week's headlines, the Matif futures make new contract highs, veg oils push on chasing crude oil higher, and the freight market makes 13-year highs. 
The energy markets have dominated the headlines this week and this has, in turn, supported the veg oil sector, which has supported feedstock values. Matif futures markets have seen €20 plus gains over the week, which has pushed up UK values as markets react to crude oil values touching $80 a barrel and Canadian canola hitting intraday trading highs. The market focus will be on any new Chinese purchases following their Golden Week holiday, which finishes on Friday, ahead of the USDA crop report released on Tuesday next week. Veg oil markets add support with palm oil values touching record levels as the Malaysian government currently seen limiting the influx of foreign workers to work the plantations and thereby curbing production ideas at a time when key customers India and China are increasing imports. Ongoing talk of dry conditions in South America keeps focus on soybean markets into the new crop position. Australian crop production expectations remain positive, but just how much will make it to the EU as freight rates continue to soar remains to be seen. UK values continue the move higher as cash markets suffer from a lack of liquidity with limited seed being offered forward. However, the pre-Christmas positions are starting to get full. And pulses, firstly beans, well, the market remains underpinned by exporter interest with beans sought to load vessels. This has kept domestic consumer on point. Some price differentials occurring for the quality of beans in question with moisture key in most instances. Domestic consumers focusing on spot positions with parcels for nearby positions being offered. And peas, with the harvest wrapped up, consumers are reviewing quality information to see what the UK crop has to offer. Samples seen so far have largely reflected good quality. And finally, the grain and pulses price indicator starting with feed wheat for October, where prices are available on application. November, 192 to 198 pounds. Feed barley for October, also available on application. And for November, 180 to 188. Oilseed rape for October, price available on application. And for November, 540 to 550x. And beans for October, 225 to 230x. And November, 227 to 232x thanks for listening to find out more or to get our open view email please speak to your regular openfield contact or email us at communications@openfield.co.uk at